This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CDL podcast channel. In this episode today, we're going to be briefly talking about some news going on in the CDL and Call of Duty community in general with Warzone 2 and some other stuff with Season 1 of MW2 releasing today. And then the whole rest of the episode is going to be focused on Brock and I doing our player tier list, ranking the players as we head into the MW2 season, which is only a couple weeks away from matches. So that's going to be a majority of this podcast. Start off with a short news segment and then go into a little visual part of the video with um, the tier list. So if you guys enjoy, be sure to leave a like, comment and subscribe on YouTube. We just hit the 750 sub mark, uh, three quarters of the way to that thousand sub goal that we have. So that's awesome to see. And if you're on the audio platforms, drop a follow, drop a five star review on there. Before we get into the news, Brock, how you doing today? The World Cup is only a couple days away. You're oh, a big soccer guy. You excited for that? Yes, super excited for USA to win it all. We'll see. Hopefully. But, you know, doing great on this Wednesday. Work was boring as usual, and it was cold as usual now in Wisconsin. Yeah. But yeah, um, other than that, let's get into the news. Yeah, USA, I mean, I'm just hoping for them to get out of groups, to be honest. Then we'll see what happens from there. Hopefully, they they should they should technically get out of groups. Hopefully, all right. Our favorite game, Brock, came out today with its second version. Ooh. Warzone Two came out. Haven't played it yet. I'm assuming you haven't played it yet either. Nope. I uh, will. I play it. Maybe maybe a game or two just to say I played it. But I'm not a big Warzone fan. I know probably a lot of people listening are because it's a very popular game. But I don't know battle royales in general. Like really besides like peak Fortnite, when every person on earth was playing have never really mm-hmm. been my thing like they're fine and i get why people like them but i don't know they just never have been like my favorite thing so i'm not really gonna play warzone too much i don't think i kind of want to try dmz just because it's different um but warzone 2 you're gonna play it i will i will probably play as you said like a, a couple games here and there just, just test it out and see how it is but honestly I don't really like Warzone in general, so I don't know if I'll be playing it a lot at all. Yeah, it's like one of those things I just need to like hop on it just to like say I played it and tried it. And yeah. it's like it's like when you're a little kid and your mom tells you to like try this vegetable that you don't like. It's like, yeah, I just need to take one bite to just like say I tried it and then move on. Yeah. Just Fortnite was just too good for me with the <laughs> building and I just I just don't want to play any other one, to be honest. Yeah, the only one that intrigues me is if Halo ever comes out with theirs. That's like the only one that'll ever intrigue me, because that game's built for a battle royale. Mm-hmm, um, CDL Moshpit though the one thing you and I were looking forward to on the season 1 drop everybody else was talking about DMZ and the battle pass and Warzone 2 and you and I were just like let's get the CDL Moshpit and let's get yep. some games played it's delayed Treyarch tweeted today that it was delayed due to I think some like errors they found when testing um, mm-hmm. because it's Treyarch I can't get that upset with them because everybody knows how much I love Treyarch and also they're working on something for Infinity Ward's game while they're also working on their own Call of Duty title that's supposed to come out yeah. in a couple years. Like I feel bad for Treyarch because they're just getting like all this criticism for not having it ready when they're probably like that's probably like the least of their focus. Like they're like, okay, we'll do this for your game, but like they're focusing on their own game right now. Yeah. It's unlucky, but hopefully it comes out next week then. I hope. 
hopefully sooner. I mean, I was really looking forward to playing it today because like even though it's not a ranked, I just wanted to like hop onto some four v four maps just to like see how they played. Yeah, I like I'm having to wait in lobbies for GBs. Ranked. Yeah, I don't want to play those GB sweats. We haven't really played much of it. Unless I haven't played much of really the Call of Duty the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm just sad it got delayed. But hopefully, hopefully it's out within like a week or two. It's kind of like when Vanguard ranked got delayed. That sucked as well. Yeah. Um, I knew it had to be too good to to be true that we were getting like a some form of a ranked playlist less than a month into the game. You and know. of course, it happened. Let's just say I wasn't totally shocked that that happened. They delayed it. Yeah, neither was I. Um, all right. Other thing, we have it out of order here a little bit for the news we want to talk about. I'm going to switch it up a little bit. Crown Raceway. Apparently, according to like Zuma, he was watching Hagee stream a tournament match and like mentioned that he had heard or something about it. That Crown Raceway could be coming back into the map rotation following Major One. So I think, um. If this was to be true, they would play all of like the major one qualifiers and the tournament itself without Crown Raceway in due to those like copyright issues or whatever. But there's sure. a possibility. I don't know if they'd be like changing some things on the map or like working out a deal with the proper people that they need to work a deal out with. Um, where Crown uh, Raceway would come back into the rotation and we'd see it used as a map, which would be awesome because visually it's appealing uh, and I think it's one of the better maps in the game. So that'd be awesome. And it just gives us a deeper map pool, which can never be a bad thing. Yeah. I think it's probably like the best map. It's up there have. for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to think it would be better, but I don't know. I think the pros like that one the best, I would think. I think it's also visually appealing, which always helps when you're watching instead of watching like a desert siege where you're like the map depresses you to see or World War II yeah. maps. It's like kind of bright and vibrant, and that helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right. Challenger stuff. This is the time. Usually we put a little bit of Challengers news during the season, um, especially for like notable players that we're more familiar with. But I never watch a ton of Challengers here and there. I'll watch it. But this was the first weekend of like real competitive pro level stuff being played. First of all, LAG announced that they have an academy roster this year. It's a pretty darn good one. Um, mm-hmm. Features three players we've seen play and start at the pro level for at least a short period of time. And then a new up and coming player. So it's got Assault. Diamond Con, Exceed, and Joe Deceives. Um, pretty good roster. I like seeing more and more franchises have academy rosters. And Joe yep. Deceives is like the hot topic right now because he's been frying and has a little attitude to him. And like kind of came out of nowhere because like I've seen his name on Twitter. But honestly, like I legit didn't know. I thought he was just like a ranked kid that like played with pros. Damn. I didn't even know because I paid that little attention. And all of a sudden, apparently he's like a top challengers player. Yeah, he's apparently he's him according to people. Yeah, so that's exciting to see. Maybe he's all of a sudden got to be in our Rookie of the Year radar. Yeah, potentially. And they got a... Teams overall is pretty good. Salt, MVP, or yeah. two champs. Yep. Yeah. So that's another that. solid player. Yeah, they're all solid. And what, Exceed? Uh, was was he the MVP last year? I believe he was of the... He won Challenger Champs last year, and I think he might have been like the MVP. Oh, really? I, yeah, I know he, he for sure won right. Challenger Champs. He might be right there. I don't and he played a little bit during challenges too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this, this is a pretty solid roster. I'd like to see more teams getting in. Um, and then the Challenger Cup one champions. I'm going to look at that tweet again here um, from each region. Where is it? Here it is um, from NA. It was that LAG um, Academy team won Challenger Cup one. 
And mm-hmm. then from EU, it was some familiar names as well. Eric Boom, Wee Man, Maple, and Furious. Always see them towards the top last year. Um, Apex, some familiar yep. names to me. Zeppa and Crimza seem familiar, but Restalling and Durdev. Hopefully I'm saying those right. Don't recognize those names. So those, and you guys may recognize them if you follow Challengers. Um, and then from Latin America, it's, oh God, I might butcher these names. <laughs> Tracks, Chaos, Kuti, and Legenda. I think I've heard of the first person, but I don't know. If you look at some other placements here, um, Chino with Electrify Steel and Mox Noisy Wardy, they finished third. Rocker Academy, the half Spanish, or I guess one Spanish player with real, mm-hmm. and then Fame Goddard X Pander second. Uh, other notable players I don't see in here: Doug Brock, not in the top eight. Um, it it was a, it was the <laughs> pro point situation with Doug, I think, within his team. Yeah, unfortunate. Saints, though. Saints and Classic made their way back into the top eight with Johnny and Mohawk. Um, John I, made his way into the top eight, Brock. Uh, I don't know, John. Your other guy, Dave Patty with Gravity, Hixie, and Capsidal finished in top six. There we go. It's like to see from Big Dave. Yeah, so that, I mean, that that's a... Just looking at those teams that made it top eight and everything, is, NA Challengers is loaded. Saints and Classic are finishing uh-huh. eighth, top eight. Like I know, I know a lot of those players. <laughs> some good players finishing in eighth place. So mm-hmm. interesting. Shout out to challengers. They, I always feel bad for them because they get forced to play the game at a competitive level when it's like literally not like the rule sets not fully established and the meta is not established and people are using cheesy things and it affects the rest mm-hmm. of the year heavily because like if people get a ton of pro points early on, it sets them up well for the year and the people that don't kind of get screwed for the rest of the year and they like barely know the game and they're getting forced to play yeah. it when they like the map set's not even set. So like, it kind of always sucks for challenger players, but yeah, they, they get thrown into the pit of fire when they figure out what to use and all that. Yeah, they like the guinea pigs for the CDL, basically. Yep, basically. All right, CDL launch pack out in the store. Team packs apparently, supposedly, are going to be available before Major 1. Um, the team pack is always just like whatever to me. It's just like a standard skin. Mm-hmm. It says like CDL on it. It's it's whatever. Um footstep audio apparently they said they like tuned it to make it better and i thought maybe that just like meant it sounded better no apparently it got louder uh, it was already yeah. pretty loud i don't know what you gotta say about that but i was like kind of dumbfounded that they somehow made it louder because it was already bad enough with how much you could sound mm-hmm. horror and now apparently it, you can't even more if it is true they need to revert that back now i was yeah, really loud to begin bad. with or they need to add ninja as a perk yeah, I just I I don't understand why they needed to get louder. Like it says the audio team has made significant improvements to the audio system to address this key area and improve footstep audio and made it so much louder. It just just makes no sense to me. It's the same here. I, I'm just dumbfounded by that. It is true. Yeah. I just don't I don't understand. Anyways, we got <laughs> changes to weapons. Um a little bit of patches on here. I've got those um Changes to ARs and SMGs. Close range flinch on all handguns is also increased. And M16 was buffed, like the worst AR to use in pubs. Um, I've never used that yet, so I never used the old, the bad version of it. So, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, the ARs cast off five four five. That gun, if I'm remembering right, was like the worst AR, basically besides M16. Apparently, you can ADS faster and improve the iron sights so maybe that gun's a little better the 74u probably the best ar um 
you ADS slower now and the hip fire is less accurate. So I guess maybe that's a little bit more nerf, but it doesn't do anything to damage. So that gun will probably yeah. still be overpowered. Then mm-hmm. the STB556, which is another really good gun, um, got its damage reduced at close range and reduced sprint to fire speed. So maybe that'll help nerf it a little bit because I think that one's also G8 as well. Um, submachine guns, the Hurricane. You can strafe or move faster when aiming down sights, increase headshot damage, increase far damage range, so a pretty big buff for that. Mm-hmm. The mini bock, which I haven't used at all, movement speed decrease, damage range decrease, ADS speed decrease, hip fire spread increase. So they nerfed that, and I thought people were already saying that that gun wasn't very good. So they nerfed it to the ground. That gun might really suck now. Yeah, PDW got um, all kinds of buffs, looks like. Oh, yeah, a lot of things happened to that one. And the Vel 46, which is like the MP7, right? Got yeah. a damage range buff. So a lot of buffs to SMGs and some more nerfs to um, ARs. And also they included a tweet that said, uh, apparently the M4's hip fire spread got reduced. So got um, got reduced to make the M4 better at hip firing, which I'm, people were already saying it was OP at. So that's interesting. That is a very creative one there. But... Well, we'll have to see how this affects CDL wise because the meta is being changed like every day with GAs and like yeah. attachments and everything. So it, this might not even affect CDL stuff that much. I think I saw a thing that said Doug said get the M4 GA or something. <laughs> There's a lot of people on that movement too. I think. I wonder what they use. This is probably the Scar then, the only one. Yeah, the Scar fires a little slower, maybe. I'm not opposed to them picking like the worst gun in each, in each class, like damage wise, and just using it so we have longer gun fights. Yeah. I'd be all for that. Same, honestly. It'd be like the first time ever you're not choosing like the actual good guns in the game. You're just finding like whatever the worst gun is in each class and just going at it. Yeah. I wonder if they, for that tuning system, if they could tune it to make the gun really bad. <laughs> yeah, but like keep it accurate, but just have like no damage. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if, that, if that's possible. <laughs> Maybe. I personally haven't really touched the tuning at all. Make everything about the gun, like make it super mobile and a laser beam, but it has no damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. Fun, good gun fights. All right. Last piece of news. This is like odd to me. I don't really understand what it is, um, but apparently there's like a screenshot from four hours ago at the time we're recording this where Infinity Ward are aware of an issue affecting spawns and are testing a fix. So, I don't know. It was. I think it was like somebody that like submitted a ticket. Or I don't even know what exactly it is, but it says we're aware of an issue affecting spawn locations in multiplayer and are currently testing a fix in their list of multiplayer known issues. Um, so like Infinity Ward has acknowledged they have an issue. I don't know if this is like there's like glitch spawns on certain maps, but like obviously the joke started instantly in the comments. Like, hey, are they finally turning off squad spawns and giving us regular spawns? <laughs> Um, I wish <laughs> obviously that's not the case but I, I'm assuming it's probably just like there's certain maps where it's like glitch spawns yeah like where you're spawning into enemy fire or like into nades mm-hmm. probably stuff like that yeah I've noticed where like sometimes on a map out like I'll just spawn like some like a random area and the enemy would be right by close by but, like that's probably yeah, you'll not... be able to, like you'll spawn and be able to shoot somebody in the back or you'll spawn into somebody shooting you it's like what yeah like both it's really weird I mean I wish they were just like saying hey sorry we're turning off squad spawns like it was a joke the these last few years like let's just go back to regular spawns i wish that's what it was but obviously it's not yeah we're, we're pranking you we're going back to old spawns. <laughs> regular old spawns i mean we got it in cold war but then that's really it too it's too good to be tr- 
true. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right, that's all we got for news, though. We can switch screens here, switch recordings, get all set up, and do our, our tier list if you're ready. Yep. All right, so we'll be back in a second. I'm going to hop over, switch screens, um, get the recording all set, and then we'll be back in a second with the tier list for the players' 2023 season of MW2 and the CDL. We'll be back in a sec. All right, so we're back with the tier list. Um, on the screen, you can see it. We've got S, and the numbers next to it is the players uh, or the amount of players we can put in that tier. So we're putting six players in S, 12 in A, 14 in B, 12 in C, and four in D tier. Uh, and this basically the reason we do the numbers is because, like, all of a sudden, otherwise, we're going to put nobody in D tier or we're going to have way too many players in S. So we want to cap it off at a certain amount in each tier. So we're kind of mm-hmm. forced to put a certain amount in each tier and like make tough decisions. Cause you always end up at least when Kyle and I have done this in the past or like when I've made it myself, like you always end up and you've got like 20 something players in B tier and like, you got to push some up, you got to push them down, but like it, it forces you to make some tough decisions. So we're ranking them heading into the year where we think their stock is at, like where we rank them as players. This is always controversial. So we want to hear your thoughts in the comments down below because we're probably going to put somebody in C that you think is A tier and locked in. And there's going to be some debate. There's always heated debate. There's always roast going on. Um, yeah. So let's hear it in the comments. Brock, you ready? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's start with somebody. I don't know. I, I want to pick somebody right away that I think was going to cause some debate, maybe like for where he is. And like, I don't know. Right away, my eyes shot to skies because I feel like he is one of those players that like, some people think he's like right at the top of A. Some people maybe think he's low B. And maybe there's even people that are haters that think he doesn't bring a lot besides stats and think he's C. So I feel like he's somebody that goes kind of in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. And remember, like if we put somebody in a tier list, because this is Brock's first time doing one of these like extensive tier lists. If if we put somebody in a tier and like say we throw Skies in A right away and we start to notice a lot of players, you can always move them. It's not set in stone. Yeah, Skies. He's a tough one. Uh, this is uh, B. I agree with B. I I feel like he's B teetering on A. There might he's be some like people so that close. think there's like some people that may think he's like maybe teetering towards C because they don't like that he just has a lot of stats with maybe not a lot of success to back it up. But I don't agree with that. I think Skies is really really good. I also think that I think he's I think he's teetering on A though. I think there can be an argument. Like I think as we start to put players in this list, we might realize we need to bump him up to A. Yeah. But I'm okay definitely. with putting him in B. Yeah, me too. Sky's in B. I feel like for now. If we look back at this at the end of the year, it could go one of two ways too. I feel like he could be a riser and a follower because if New York has a lot of success, probably means Skies is an A. If they start to flop, maybe Skies is a C tier player. Yeah, definitely. All right. We'll just how about we just alternate? You pick a player that we can go for now. All right, let's go with Mac. All right, Seattle Surge boy, kind of. I have my thoughts on Mac, but like for a lot of last year, there was times when Sib was inconsistent and before Pred really took off and accuracy was just doing typical accuracy things where I was thinking Mac was almost the best player on their team before Pred really took off. Like He was mm-hmm. really consistent early yeah. to middle of last year. Yeah, it's really hard to put him. He's also in like the middle area. He's more B teetering to C to me than Skies, where Skies is more leaning yeah. closer to A. I think Max leaning closer to C. Like I, I, I think I might put him in B, but so your players, yeah. Um, I, I want to put him in C. Okay, we can throw him in C for now, and also like fair warning from doing a lot of these. 
I'm thinking we're probably going to end up with like 20 something players in B then have to make decisions. It's usually how it goes. You end up with like half the field in yeah. B and then you got to move them. I'm good with Mac and C though. I feel like he's like a top C, low B player to me. Yeah. But I, I his inconsistencies maybe lower him to C. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go with his teammate right away. Let's go with Sib. And also, well, something that's bothered me about this so much, you see Skies in a Florida uniform. They don't have the new headshots out, so so many of these people are in the incorrect uniforms. Oh, um, Sib. Sib? I think he's an A-tier player. I also think he's an A-tier player. I think he's one of the players, though, that's like towards the top of A, maybe teetering on S. But since we have six... You can't really I put him in S. I don't know if we can put him there because there's a couple players I have, but I feel like he's... If, if we're saying... The top six going S, I feel like Sib is somewhere in that like seven to twelve range. Probably he's like right there pushing. Yeah, he's so good. But and we, not, I could easily see S. him like in us saying he's an S tier player by the end of MW two. I would be shocked. Mm-hmm. I got him in S though. He brings a lot to the table. I feel like with him, it's just consistency, and I think we saw like he always had attitude issues. Is what everybody said about him coming into yeah the pro season. I feel like we saw him get better with that. And controlling his emotions last year, didn't hear too much complaining, and he won an event. So, yeah, uh, ceiling is like insane for him as well. Put him in an A. Yeah, let's put him in a Sib and A. Right. We got an A, B, and a C so far. That's a decent start. Not planned either. We didn't plan to just go with guys that we mix up. All right, we're going with Major Maniac. All right, interesting I'm- one. Where do you? I don't know. You're a big major maniac fan. I I think I have like a pretty good idea of exactly where I want it, but I want to know what you think. I wanna, you know, it's hard to put him in A. To be honest, he's very typical, but sometimes <laughs> he just has a bad map or two. But not in search though. He always gives you it all in search. He's great so. at search, yeah. I'm gonna put him in the middle of the pack, so B with skies for now. Think. I was leaning C, but I think he's I think he's in the same boat as Mac for me. I think he's like on the line of B and C. That's where I think he is. I think his search and destroy brings him up a lot, but a lot of times he's kind of a little slow in respawn. Plays yeah. really slow. I don't think we're gonna see his team have a lot of success this year in Florida. You know, he's in a Minnesota jersey this picture, but in Florida I don't <laughs> think we're gonna see him have a lot of success. Oh, it's I don't know. Uh... I don't hate him in B. I think I would almost argue C for him though, because like when I'm seeing a lot of these players, there's a major lot of, maniac. Yeah. Like major maniac's been teetering on that point of like finding a roster, not two. Like last year, he's benched, mm-hmm. ends up on a, a weird Florida team, and then like has to fight out Dave for his maniac spot on Florida. Was almost not starting. I don't know. I I definitely don't want him in D. Obviously, I think he's better than a bottom four player, but I feel like well, let's put him. Let's go with C for now. I was going to say, like, top C is, like, I think a good spot for him. But he could, maybe there's less B players than I thought there are, and we'll move him up. Yeah. All right, my turn. Yes. Let's get my, let's get the weirdest picture on here, because he didn't have a CDL headshot. Let's get <laughs> Prolude out of here. So I got this weird picture of him with his eyes popping out of his head here. Um, In the whatever match that was when he was subbing in for Optic Texas. Um. I slid pro loot. I'm going to be honest. If you're watching the video form, you saw where I just put him. I put him in D tier. Simply for the fact that he hasn't played that much. He did a fantastic job filling in an optic last year. Um, Team wise, though, maybe not in the best situation. Him and TJ are maybe the worst sub duo in the league, or we think they're going to be heading into this year. Um, 
apparently there's a lot of people have been saying there's a little bit of troubles in the Paris camp already or the Vegas camp. They've been having some arguments or a lot of arguments, I guess. Oh, but I, I feel like Prolute, <laughs> decently high ceiling, but at the same time, we just haven't seen that much from him. And four players have to go in D, so I feel like he might be one guy that's got to be down there. Yeah. It's D for now for Prolute. Rising candidate, though. He's, he's a young player. He's got a chance to rise up. He and we'll sure probably we'll probably do an update on this, like rank the players heading into each major or something like the week before the major we might do an update on this so you'll see risers and fallers throughout the year some people might be removed from this list because they're not in the league mm-hmm. um so we'll see maybe pro will be a rising candidate but for now we got him in d all right i'm gonna go with octane for this next one octane all right defending world champ he's a world champ oh, he's he was I don't. I just don't think I could put him as for some different players that should go there. Yeah, to me, there's like five shoe in S tier players, so there's like one spot up for debate, and I don't think that Octane could take that spot. But I, I were you thinking A? I like A for Octane. I think it's a I good agree with that. ground for him. Because I mean, when you think about him, it's hard to put main ARs up in the top two in S tier because like they just like. Obviously, there are some great man ARs, but it's just hard to see them in S tier because of how much more of an impact subs typically have in the game. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of the S tier is either filled with subs or if we're putting like flexes up there, or ARs, it's freaks like Celium. Yeah. Um, make it up there. So I, I agree, though. And Octane had a rough start to last year at times, but I mean, he went back to back events and world champ. Yeah. Towards so, the end, he was frying. They're all frying, to be fair. Yeah. So I think Octane and A is fair. Let's go oh. with somebody. Let's go with somebody from Royal Ravens. See, I mean, I see Afro in his Royal Ravens jersey. <laughs> obviously, not on that team anymore. Let's go with. Let's go with Trey Zero. Trey Boyd Another Cardi. main AR. I think, personally, to me, I think C tier fits for him. I think he's a really good player that could easily be B tier. But I, early on, um, his team kind of fizzled out at the end of last year. I think Trey's mm-hmm. a really good main AR, but I don't know if he has like a super high ceiling. I also agree. I just sometimes I, he just was going like neg pretty good for like a series. Yeah, and I, I think he's a good player and I think he also underrated sniper. Mm-hmm. He pulls up the sniper in search. He does really well. That's an underrated part of his game. Um I think Zero's a really good player though. I could easily see an argument for him being in B, but Feel like we're gonna have a lot more players to come and be, like I said. So I, I like I like Trey and C. Damn. Where are we going next? We're gonna go to oh yeah. Let's go to Envoy. Another LA Thieves player. Oh boy. This is he's, so he's an A teetering B to me. Yeah, he's definitely not S. No. Or A going to S. Yeah, he's an A teetering B to me. I think he's a really good player. I think like there's certain players, like all the LA Thieves players, that are maybe a little bit higher on list than they should be right now. Like I think Octane's definitely an A tier player, but like for a lot of last year, you would have said Octane was like B. But like they're coming off back to back wins, so their stock is just so high right mm-hmm. now. I bet also was like pretty consistent throughout, even though when they were doing bad. Yeah, like Kenny and Octane specifically had kind of their ups and downs but mm-hmm. envoy was their best player when they were struggling for a lot of that time yeah 
I don't know. I'll I'll defer to you on this one. I'm leaning. I'm honestly okay with A or B. I because I think he's teetering. So I'll, uh, I'll defer to you for this one. I'm going A. All right, let's put him in A. A for now until I see these lists list and gotta push him down. <laughs> yeah, because all of a sudden you know you sometimes you like yeah that guy's A, and then all of a sudden you just keep going through players and you're like wait a minute no he's definitely not. Yeah, yeah he's like this guy's A, this guy's A. You're like wait. Yeah. Let's okay. Let's. I feel like the least debatable part of this list is the S tier at times. Like in my, I don't know. We might have different players. We didn't talk about it before this, but I have five players off the top of my head that I cannot debate. They have to be an S tier to me, and I'm just gonna get one of them out of the way. Selium. S tier. Selium's an S tier. He's a robot. Yeah, best player in the world last year, in my opinion. Still, in my opinion, the best player in the world is Selium. Some other players you can debate for sure, but like Mm -hmm. Selium is a freak. There's Literally zero debate that he shouldn't be in S tiers going into this year. Maybe something weird will happen this year and he's not a top player, but I, I doubt that going into this year. I would say if I had to pick like one player to be a top player, like just put all my chips all in on somebody, Sally would probably be the guy I'd go with because he's just he is a robot. He's just good every year, no matter what game it is. Yeah. S tier, Sallium. Moving on. Let's go. Who are we going with next? We're going with Kismet. I feel like I have all to right. put him a D. The bulldog for now, and that's like sad because at the end of last year he was really good. Like we were making a tier list heading into champs, Kismet would have been like I think we did make one, and I think I put Kismet in like A or B because he was he was frying at the end of last year. Yeah, especially their uh, the major, their whole major. He's yeah, the major, major. Yeah, best player on their team that weekend. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Kismet D tier seems fair heading into the year, although. Team situation wise, I think that team has potential to be pretty good. And Kismet could be an early riser, but just like we've only seen him have that small window of success as a pro player. All the other times have been a little bit shaky. Yeah. Um, with his first run on Paris and everything. So Kismet, a little bit shaky, I guess you could say. But I, I, I do have faith he could rise up this list. But I think we got to put him in D since we have to have four players down there. I agree. Yep. All right. D let's go to somebody Kismet. else. Somebody else wearing a Paris jersey, a guy you're a big fan of. Let's go to Donnie. Donnie Temp. Ooh. Big Don. This is another A slash B debate for me. Oh my God. Definitely don't think he's C, but I I like A. Like if it's based on last year, Donnie definitely an A tier player. But I mm-hmm. I can see I'm a big Donnie fan, but if there's people probably in the comments that are screaming B right now, I can I can see B the argument for it just because. I think his stats may go down a little bit this year if he has a slightly better team. I think last year, um, at times, he was just going and trying to fry, basically, and just put up big yeah. slaying numbers because he had to for that team. So I can see the argument, like, you'd say for B, but I can also see the argument for A, and I don't know. What do you think? Uh, Donnie. For some reason, I don't want to put him in A. For some reason. Awesome. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say he's like a, a for sure A for you. And I was going to say he's not one of the players I'm debating for S. Yeah. I think, I think B is good for now until I see more of this list go. Yeah. I think, and I think he's like a riser candidate as well. If, if Vegas outperforms expectations, mm-hmm. it's probably because Donnie's playing really well. Yeah. He's definitely more leaning towards more like B plus right now, but it's not quite A. Yeah. Trying to like spread out this list, but I almost just want to like pick another player that we know we're gonna. Th- yeah, I'm gonna do it. Let's go with Selium's teammate, Simp, S tier. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, Simp's got to be S tier. He's one of the five players that, in my mind, are locked in mm-hmm. as S. 
honestly, actually, I just looked and realized that I was like not thinking of somebody. I have six players that I think are locked in his ass. I don't even know if there's a debate. We'll see if you agree. But yeah, I just got hit. I saw an extra player in here that I was completely not counting. And yeah, I have six players that I think are guaranteed S. So we'll we'll go through them. Maybe you'll mention one of them. But Simp, S tier, you good with that? Yeah. That one's pretty obvious. That's another one just like Stellium that's pretty much across everybody's list. He's an S tier mm-hmm. player. Dude is unreal. Probably he's like one of the few players you can go into into the year and you're like simp yeah he's gonna be a top three smg and it's like you feel pretty confident in that which is wild because being top three is not an easy thing yeah all right i'm picking accuracy i put him in c i just fits him honestly just fits him right yeah i don't disagree with that he's uh definitely not a bad player but i don't think he brings any like crazy upside like he's the only time he's ever gonna have a map where he like wins you the map is making like a last second play which is a big part of being a player obviously or like a search mm-hmm. and destroy yeah his ceiling to like carry you through a series is not very high just he, he's a lot like zero a steady reliable main ar but like maybe not any crazy upside good teammate but you know it's not the greatest out of the sticks yeah let's go with uh hmm. looking around at these players let's go with somebody that's like maybe in the middle we can debate also let's go with somebody like methods I feel, like, I feel like there's a range of people that would put him anywhere from A all the way down to C. I feel like he's one of those players that really is flexible. I'll Zinni. give my argument for him. My argument for him would be B, because like a lot of times when I get to these, like it's it's it is really hard to compare a player like Methods to a player like Envoy, who we have in A right now, mm-hmm. because they just have such a different role. But like I kind of like to look at them relative to the other main ARs. Where like right now for ARs, um considering like the one main AR we have in A or higher is Octane right now, and then the other main ARs on the list would be Major Maniac, um, Zero, and Accuracy in C. I would put Methods a step above those three guys in C and a step below Octane, so I think B fits Methods pretty well. B. Yeah. Zinni's a very very consistent player. Yeah, he almost never has a bad series or like many bad maps. You always know you're going to get something reliable out of him, but... Has a higher, but like we just said that about zero and accuracy and major maniac. But I think Zinni has the chance. We saw it at a couple majors last year to like actually kind of carry through a mm-hmm. series where the other guys, other maniacs below him, maybe don't have that ability. Zero, maybe a little bit, but accuracy, yeah. not really. Yeah, it seems like Zinni's always dropping like a one point one. I feel like every like every turn, yeah. just really good communication and leader as well. Yeah. I feel like maybe. he's a perfect spot for him. I think he fits in behind like skies and octane and ahead of the other three main airs we got on the list i agree all right where are we going next Ooh, we're going spart okay kind of a it's kind of a wild card one we still haven't seen that much out of him because he still hasn't really been in the cdl that long he's been in on and off but he did win a tournament <laughs> i don't know i have kind of a strong opinion on where i think i go where i think he should go but i wonder what you're thinking for me, I'm thinking Spart. Got an MVP last year, tournament win. Let's put him in B. <laughs> All right. I was thinking C, but I, I don't know. I think let's That's put him in B. For, we can put him yeah. in B, but I have a feeling looking at these players and putting him in B only gives eight more spots. I have a feeling he's getting a slide down to C. His sample size is not a lot. <laughs> I, yeah, like there's so many players that I'm looking through the rows that I'm taking over Spart. 
Once again, Spart, a very big chance to rise on this list throughout the year if LAG's playing well, but if you want Spartan B, I'll throw him in B for now, but I think he's got to be one of our candidates to be a, a mover if... Yeah, we, we could definitely move if need be. I'll put him in B for now. I don't I, I don't know how I feel about that, but we'll see when we get there. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll be changing my mind when I see more players. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to... Let's go to somebody else. I don't know. I want to start like pounding out this S tier to see if you agree with it. Let's go to Shotzi. Another guy that in my mind was a no doubt S tier. I just think his first of all best movement in the game MVP candidate every year he's one of what is that there's three years yeah he's one of three players along with the other two players that we have in S tier currently to win an MVP mm-hmm. Selium Shotzi Simp only three guys win an MVP I think it's hard not to have Shotzi up there because he's basically locked and loaded as a top two top three sub in the game every year with Simp and Abizi yeah I think S tier is good. Good for Shotzi. Yeah. Shotzi right. and S. Yep, Shotzi S with Simp and Zellium. We got three of our six S tier players done. Alright. Oh. I'm going to go with BZ. Okay, I'm interested to hear... To me, I think he's an A player. Do you? I do. When I was looking at my S tier, I'm trying to look to make sure I'm not missing anyone. He was my... Locked sixth player, but he was the one that I was teetering on that I was willing to debate. So there's yeah. two players left down here. I'm willing to put a BZ, but I think like I don't really want to put the tiers in order because that gets like a little bit wild if we're like ordering every tier. But I think if we're throwing a BZ A, we should throw him as like the number one person in A, top of A. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Because I think at times you could make an argument that a BZ is the number one player in the game at times because of like he has such a He's such a harder job than like Selium yeah. and Simp on his team, where Selium kind of sits back and just gets the kills, and Simp is like the cleanup man where he gets a lot of kills. But Abizi's like going in first, getting first bloods in search, going in first in hard point, like making every entry play. Abizi has the toughest job on the team and still drops numbers. So, like, mm-hmm. we'll see if there's somebody that we can clear put ahead of him in S, but I think I'm willing to go A for now, but I think we got to put him top A so we remember to debate it at the end. Yeah, that's fair. All right, that was that. That'll make it interesting because he was the sixth player I had going in S. Let's go to somebody else that I want to put in D that you might be upset over. Brack. Oh, there's got to be four players that go in D, and like when I look at the other players in this list, I just don't see many other players I can put down there. I'm looking, I see maybe like two or three players, maybe four that I could see the argument for, but like. Brack's been around for a while. We've seen him in the scene since like BO4 when he had his come up. He was really good in that game, but once again, always been more of a main AR in his career. He has Major Maniac on his team. I don't know that that's much of a fit. I think he's mm-hmm. a good player, but I don't know. I'm a little scared with the fit on his team and like ceiling-wise. I don't know if he has as high of a ceiling as some of these other players. Yeah, I think for now, Brack will be a D, but by the end of the year, he'll probably be F. Yeah, you're capping. <laughs> I could I could see like at the end of major one if Florida outperforms our expectations a little bit. I could see saying Brack, like he's a solid, steady C to maybe low B player because I do think he has potential, but like I said, we have to put four players in D. We force ourselves to do that because otherwise we put yeah. everybody in C or higher. I think he's yeah. gotta be in there for now. Alright, yep. Um I'm gonna go attach. I'm gonna put him A. I don't think yeah. he's quite S. 
I don't think it's a debate though. I think he, I think he has to be a like, yeah. just as steady of a player as they come. You always know what you're going to get out of him, and you're going to get a ton of clutch moments. He's he's an easy locked in no debate a to me. Yeah, I also agree. So icy in the clutch. Yeah, let's go to. All right, that was a no debate one. Let's go to one that my I don't know actually this one this one actually I'm interested this one shouldn't cause any debate I think he's also locked in as an A tier player but I want to know if you disagree Afro Tatch's teammate hmm I think he's a top five sub potential which to me puts him in A Afro yeah I don't disagree with that I don't think he is really good he was really good last year and played on a honestly I mean his, his team was not very good he was kind of not very good. They were good to start the year, and then like they fell off. But Afro was like always frying. Yeah, he was the guy that had to make it happen, or else there and went nothing. Also, Afro's POV is one of my favorite to watch. It's just like the aggression he plays with, and his aim is insane. I think he has some of the best aim in the league, and like the aggression he plays with, I just love watching Afro. I think he's a tier, like locked in. Especially because like if I look at the other subs mm-hmm. around him, I would put a BZ above him. And obviously, Simp and Shotzi, who are above him in S. But other than that, like, I'm taking Afro over Envoy, as hot of a take as that might sound, since Envoy just won a world championship and we have Envoy in A. And shockingly enough, we don't have like any sub players in B right now. It's all flexes and main ARs, and then C tiers all main ARs and one sub in Mac. Yeah. So we'll have to see what other subs we want to put in B. But to me, I think Afro's an A tier. I'll, I'll agree with that one. All right, where are we going next? We're going vivid, and I'm gonna scroll him all the way over to the C position. Okay, I don't hate it. I think vivid is. I think he's like a C B debate. I think there's a debate for B. Yeah, but there's I also t- don't think putting him in C is like crazy. Yeah, times where he does really good, times where he does really bad. No. Cons- yeah, consistency is the issue for him for sure. Yeah. Like we saw a consistent vivid. I, I think a consistent vivid, if he was like playing at his level, could even be like an A-tier player if he was always at that level that he's sometimes at. Yeah. I, I think I that think there so I don't know. Spart is just sticking out to me so bad in that B tier. I think I'd almost put Vivid over Spart, but I I'm fine with Vivid and C, but Spart is just sticking out to me in B. We'll have to see. Sore thumb right now. <laughs> yeah, he he just sticking out like like everything else in this list sits well with me, but he just does not sit well with me sitting there in B. I'm going to oh. need to find enough players to move them out there. We'll, we'll see at the end. <laughs> All right. Let's go with a guy that I think is teetering and is debatable on the AS line. Let's go with Kenny, my favorite player. He wasn't one of the guys I was thinking was my locked six guys in S. Abizi was the final of the six, and then there's two guys I had above Abizi. But I think Kenny is, especially, I mean, he's back-to-back MVP. Mm-hmm. At the end of last year, and a world champ back to back, like he has all the momentum in the world, highest point of his career right now. I think Kenny's definitely an A tier player. I definitely was thinking, uh, for me at least, uh, Kenny was an S tier player. Yeah, I was saying A plus for sure, like an, an yeah. A or higher. So I, I, the S tier is definitely debatable. Yeah, I, I put a BZA because I just thought Kenny was going to be S. All right, let's go. I'm okay with going Kenny S, and I mean, we can always yeah. switch it at the end if we disagree with it. But I think. Yeah. I think Kenny is on the border of a like if we're we're talking Kenny and Abizi, I think those are guys that we're debating from like the five to eight range, like in five yeah. to eight puts them on the border of A and S. Kenny's yeah. definitely up there, though, especially because 
hopefully we never see him with an AR in his hands again. He's going to be a full time sub, or like if there's three ARs, I guess he could maybe pull out the third AR. Yeah, but Kenny with the sub is an S tier player. I agree with that. All right. Oh boy, I was going to go with somebody else that I thought was S next, but let's hear who you got. Let's go with Asim. Oh, a player I. Everybody knows this. I love Asim's play style. I think he makes a great impact on the map. But damn, there's a lot of good players in the CDL where you got him. Oh, this is hard. Um, I want to put him in B. I'm not opposed to B. The only thing that sucks for him is like the way his last year ended. I feel like people are down on him right now. Yeah, he got dropped and then didn't get a spot. And I'm still looking down here. God, there are a lot of good players we still have to put up here. I know. <laughs> I think Asim is for sure, like, the debate is B or C. Yeah. Anybody putting him in D because he had a bad end of the year is wild. The impact that Asim has, he's not ever going to have huge numbers because of his play style. There's only, like, one guy with his play style that puts up huge numbers, and that's a BZ because BZ is yeah. just a freak. But Asim is, he drops, like, the most impactful .9 you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. Definitely. He's just doing everything, playing every objective, just super aggressive on the map. I love what Asim does. I'm, I'm down to put him B, but I have a feeling we might end up putting him C by the end. Yeah. B for now. Praise I, think him. He, I think you could make an argument. I think like by the time Major 1 rolls around, I won't be shocked if we're calling him the best player on London. Yeah, potentially. Let's go to his teammate on London. The other guy that I think we could be calling the best player on London. Nasty. Iron, I think his name is. Yes, D. I think to me, he's a same thing. It's a debate between B and C, but I think this is like a random. Here's my random hot take for the video. I think there's a chance if London's playing really like really well, like it would be because of him. And I think he's like one of the players in the CDL that like you don't think anything good's going to come out of the London camp this year, probably because they're projected to probably be one of the bottom few teams in the league. But like mm-hmm. randomly, we've heard about how talented Nasty is. And last year, he wasn't able to shine because it was all like Gizmo and Afro that were set up to shine on that team. This year, it's I mean, Asim sets his teammates up to shine. So does zero. Um, we might see a, a case. And even Paul, he kind of um, sets his teammates up to shine. I think we might see a case where like Nasty is set up in a sub role to be like the heavy slayer. And we might see Nasty in like a B or even an A tier if London's playing well. So I think he could rise, but for now, I feel like we almost have to put him in C. Yeah, uh, yeah. Does he want to put him in B? No, because I'm still looking down here. There, I like look around him and I see like five players at least that I want to put in B <laughs> or higher. So I think I think Nasty goes in C, but I think he's a one of those candidates that the arrow's pointing up. Like he's a, definitely got a potential to rise up. Mm-hmm. All right, next one I'm gonna go with Scupper Jumper. Okay. He, I had him A, right? Like he's always in the he's always in the same boat. It's always high B or somewhere in A for me. Always. Yeah. He's, he's just, like, just another consistent player. Like you so he's good. never gonna drop a bad map for you. Yeah. I just like, I'll put A. It is a good one for Scump. Yeah. I like that too. The tough part right now for the SMGs is like we're putting them all We've done a lot of really good SMGs and then like a couple SMGs we put lower. So there's no B tier SMGs yet besides <laughs> ASIM. And like, I definitely think Scump is a tier above ASIM. 
Um, yeah. But Scump's always like the thing that keeps him in A is like maybe he doesn't have like as much pop off maps as a guy like Afro uh, in A. But Afro has a lot more downs like Scump. You just like he just never every once in a while he drops that donut search and destroy like once a year, it seems like. But yeah. he just doesn't like in response. He just doesn't ever really like cost you and have a terrible map. If he does, it's really rare. Super yeah. consistent player. Yep, I agree. All right. Where do we want to go? We want to start filling up this B tier a little more. This might be a hot take. This is a hot take. I know it is based on what people think about him, but I'm like feel very strongly this guy's in B. The last member of LA Thieves for us to go through, Draza. That's fair. I feel pretty strongly that he's in B. I think he has moments where he's a clear A tier player and he pops off, mm-hmm. but I don't like there's just something about his game. I feel like he's a very good player, but I just don't I don't know. He, he's like a he's a good glue player to me. I just don't know if he's like a top tier player, which good, good is like why he's perfect can be. Good in the middle of the pack. Yeah, I think he brings a lot to a team, but I just like if I'm doing like a redraft where I'm building a, a team, if all the players get thrown into a pool and we're drafting, he's my last pick on LFEs. I'm taking Envoy Octane and Kenny all over him. Same. So to me, if we've already got Kenny and S and Octane and Envoy and A, I, I feel like Draza and B is fair. Yep. I'm going to move Spark down to the bottom of B. I'm just going to keep moving him down until I can eventually throw him one tier lower. <laughs> all right. We're going to go Paul X. Okay. Paul's a clear C to me, in my opinion. I don't know how you um, feel. I think he could be a C or a D. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely like of the players that we're going to put. I think. So I'm looking at the players that we have in C right now, I, which is Major Maniac, Mac, Vivid, Zero, Accuracy, and Nasty. I don't think any of them could be in D. Yeah. I think they're all pretty firmly in C or better. And then when I look at the players we have left, I see maybe one, two, maybe three. And then if you include Paul four, I see maybe four players down there that I'd be willing to debate for D. How many, I don't know how many you see down there. Mm, at least two. Yeah. So like Paul is definitely one of them. I'd say let's, let's, I'm okay with putting Paul in D for now. And then when we get to those other players, we can maybe discuss it. And like, if it doesn't sit right yeah. with us, we can switch him. But I'm okay yeah. with him in D. Yeah, let's go with that for now. He is a, he is such a good glue player, though. Like, it's funny we put him in D, but like, if I'm building a team, I don't hate if Paul ends up as my flex in a lot of teams. It's that's like, <laughs> it's funny how this works. Like, even Kismet, like these players that are down here in D tier, they're still players that like with the right team around them, I feel comfortable with them on my team. Yeah. All right, we filled up. Technically, we fill out the D tier then. Uh, For now, let's try to move someone. Let's get another guy that I think is firmly in B and can't be debated. Only could debate him up, maybe. Let's go with Illy. Illy? I feel like he's kind of like, like the that. LA, kind of, or not that. Yeah, kind of like the LA Thieves thing. We got two in A, one in S. Draza goes in B. I feel like we're going to have um, mm-hmm. two in S, maybe two in A for Optic. Like, there are going to be three players in A or higher. Yeah, I think Illy's just once again he's a lot like Draza, fantastic glue player. Maybe in different ways. Yeah, um, Draza maybe more like in-game skill. Illy more intangibles, but like I feel like he's the perfect glue player. B like just suits him. Yeah, he's the player you want on your team for sure. Yeah, I think B is perfect. But he can go up. He can go to A. Yeah, at times. Yeah, especially their their win. The last major definitely popped off for them to win. In like. 
his search and destroy game can alone, like if if he's dropping a one in respawn and playing well and just making the right play, you you could have a one point four across tournament search and be an S tier player for that tournament. Like I would not mm-hmm. be shocked to see that. Yeah. All right. Who should I? Should we just go? Let's go and hook. Okay. Another player uh, with a super high ceiling, but at times we definitely see some lapses in judgment in game. Uh, I say we put him B plus, even though it's not a B plus. So B. Yeah, I'm good with that. I think like a high, he's a high B, like teetering towards bottom A. Yeah. And maybe if we don't have enough players, but I'm seeing a lot of players I like in A. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that though. I think Hook is Hook's another one of those guys that at times he like AKA major two in Minnesota last year, like could, looks like an S tier player at times, legitimately. Yeah. Like can pop off, but sometimes I don't know. Sometimes for Hook, it's like he gets a little bit too into it and it's like he just has some mental lapses in the game, I feel like, but his skill ceiling off the charts and he might have a chance to really showcase that this year because he might be like the the heavy slayer on his team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starting to fill out that middle tier a little bit. Let's go with let's go with somebody that I feel pretty strongly about. Everybody knows I feel strongly about him. I think he can be an S tier player, but right now it's hard to say he is because he didn't have the greatest year. Let's go with Cammy. I think he's an A tier, like firmly. I really believe in Cammy. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Cause I, I think Cammy is like one of the f- few players i don't think you can make a debate for him in s tier right now because coming out of last year he had a i mean down year by his standards but like an up mm-hmm. year by most players standards yeah but i i think cammy is a, a player that has s tier talent which there are probably like 10 or fewer players with like true s tier talent in the league i think cammy's one of them mm-hmm. legit mvp candidate at times like he was a legit cold war mvp candidate yeah uh, so i like him in a tier which we put him yeah. in a tier that Gives us already eight players up there. There's only four spots left up there. I agree with that. Cammy. Um, I'll just put. Can we just put Havoc and C? I believe he's not above a C. Yeah, he was one of the players I would say you could debate for D with Paul and Kismet. Yeah, but he's yeah he's definitely not higher than C to me. He's consistent, steady SMG, but like just not a super high ceiling to me. I also want to. I'm just gonna skip you for a second and put uh, Neptune in C as well. <laughs> yep, I agree with that one. Neptune right. in C. Yep, I like that. I agree I like. with that one. Let's go. Shoot, I want to like fill. I want to start having like maybe some of the debate ones, but I'll let you know what. Let's fill the fifth spot in S. I'll be shocked if you don't agree with this one, and then we'll leave that last spot for debate as we go through. I think Pred is a clear cut S tier. I agree. I think Pred is, in my opinion, going into this year, he he was I picked him to win MVP in our way too early predictions. I think Pred is unbelievable. Maybe my favorite POV to watch because I mean everybody has like their style. Like some people that play man AR like to watch that like methodical AR make mm-hmm. like beautiful cutoffs and plays. I like to watch the SMGs that are just aggressors, like a BZ, ASIM, Pred. That's my personal favorite POV yeah. to watch. The the classic slayer, like a, a simp is also fun to watch or like an afro or a scump but i, I don't know the aggressive smgs like a pred a bz um a shotzi yep asim that's my favorite pov and pred is that dude's that dude's unreal he's got to be an s to me yeah definitely but definitely him on bow cage too watch out <laughs> yeah yeah i love watching the i love watching kenny's pov it's my favorite why <laughs> yep 
<laughs> Alright, we going next, Brock? Um, oh, it's just kind of getting down to it. Well, we got, well, in the middle, we've got what? TJ Halley. TJ? I figure you gotta put him in C for now. I agree. Although, remember your bold prediction. Although he's gonna move up to the, to the top of A by the <laughs> end of the year. <laughs> He'll be in the MVP conversation. TJ's a frustrating player, though. He's a player that, talent-wise, I feel like he should be an A. Yeah, he should be a, a lot better than he is. Because he should be a top-tier SMG. Like, he should be with his talent. It's just He's, like, one of my most frustrating players every year. I just feel like... I mean, and obviously, like, I say this, but I have no idea because I don't know the inner workings of, like, what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. I it always just... You always hear from everybody that TJ is kind of lazy and doesn't work for it, which that could be a complete lie. I'm obviously not involved with the team and i don't know how much work he's putting in but you always hear people say that and they could be trolling too but like yeah. i know for a fact tj has i've seen it in world war ii tj has a he was an s-tier player in world war ii let's be honest yeah and rookie yeah he was the best rookie he was an s-tier player it was like so at at sometimes it was mostly gunless on rise but like at times tj was the best player on the best team like mm-hmm. the dude has legitimate a or s-tier potential we just haven't seen it in a while so it's like sad to see him in c but he is in C right now. Yeah. All right, let's Hopefully go with um, it'll be a t- B plus area for sure. Let's go with the guy that maybe a lot of people think is C, but I just cannot bring myself to put him there because I believe so strongly in him. Let's go. Let's talk about Clay. I feel like Clay. I need to put Clay in B. I just believe in him too much. Yeah, Clay. Even though he wasn't in the league for a while. A lot of last year, you just, you just, you know, what you're gonna get with Clay. I feel like all the leadership, everything else. I, I, B's, B's good. Yeah, I, I just, I just don't feel right putting him in C. And maybe we'll just start to throw because that gives us, um, nine players in B. So five more I have to go in there still. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just putting Clay not in B tier just doesn't sit right with me. I think he's got to go in B. Yeah. I agree. Um, we'll go with Vickle. I was actually about to choose him next. Really? Well, he's, he's gonna go to C. I agree. He's a, but he's one of those players that like we might look back on this and see him, and he might be a clear cut A tier by the end of the year because mm-hmm. of his high potential. He could be the pride of last year. Good. He in unfortunately team situation wise, I don't think is nearly as good for him. Yeah, on Florida, I, I just still can't. The only way that team is good is if he is like a pred. Mm-hmm. It's like the one way I see that team being good because Major Maniac, I see the accuracy vibes with him. They're very similar players. Um, I think Brack could be pretty good. I, I could see Brack. Um, he's the flex for the team, though I can't really see him being as good as Sib. But like, that's really the only way Florida has some success to me is if Fickle is like a a rookie of the year top player, top candidate, but. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of potential, but yeah, I, I can't put him any, any higher than C right now. Yep. Let's go with the other rookie because I think he's maybe more hyped up right now. Scrappy. Yeah. A lot of people probably want to put him in A or S, but the way I operate, I just feel like he was clearly the best player in Challengers and we know how talented he is. And by the end of Major 1, we might be putting him in A or S, but I just like, I have a hard time putting anybody above a B. That's a that I just haven't seen play, and I even like can see an argument like I wouldn't hate putting Scrappy in C just because we haven't seen him play. Like I know he has a or A or S potential, but like we haven't even yeah. seen him play a match in the CDL yet. I feel like we put him B because I think he'll be better than Vickle. 
I'm okay with that. I like that. I'm gonna keep sliding Spart down. <laughs> we'll put. I, I agree with that. I think I like him more than Vickle. We have Vickle and C, and we have yeah. Scrappy and B. The least, my least favorite thing to do in these preseason tier lists always is rating the rookies because it's mm-hmm. like I know they have like I know Scrappy has S tier potential, but there's zero chance I'm putting him above guys like Scump and Cami and Afro, or even like there's zero chance I want to put him above the guys in B. Like, do I really want to list Scrappy ahead of Clay, Illy, Draza, Temp? Sky yeah. is like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Could easily be by the end of the year, but before I've even seen him play a match, no way. Yep. Uh, this is tough. Um, Getting down to it. We'll go Priesta. Boy, reminds oh. me of the conversation we just had with TJ a lot. I know. Easily could be A tier, but is he C right now? I, I, I'm hovering over C right now. Too many, too many down years, you would say. I'm not performing. Yeah. And like I, I said, said, we're not... With this list, we're not projecting where we think they'll finish. Because like if that was the case, I probably would have gone bolder with Scrappy and put him like A. Yeah. Um, or like even Vickle, I might have gone bolder and put him in B. We're like saying like right now, going to the year where we have them placed. Not where mm-hmm. we think they'll go. Where we haven't placed right now. Yeah. So I, I would say Priest to C if you're good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. Priesta for C. That gives us six, nine. That gives us 11 players in C. Ooh, we can put one more in C. Yeah, can I just slide Spart down there right now? Look at the players we have left. I don't know. <laughs> like, I think I every... I think every player besides maybe one is... I would put ahead of Spart that we have left. They put Spart like higher in the totem pole and i'll put them at the top of c just for you how about that all right uh, yeah let's and that gives us right three six nine that gives us 12 players in c yeah yep i just think that they're just every player on that we have left besides maybe one or two i would put ahead of them so there's no way he stays up there yeah let's go with okay look at the list just quickly you don't have to like go and depth in your head on it but like look at the list how many players do you think have a case for s that are left that we haven't ranked yet Mm, I would say right now, two. Okay, I was going to say I see two, maybe three. I wonder if they're the same players, though, because I think there's like four players I could see down there, people saying. Um, so we're out of C. We can't, so we can put three, six, nine. We can put five more in B. Does that say four more in A? And mm-hmm. one more in S. Let's, I don't know. I'll pick somebody quick. Let's go with Standy because to me, I think he's an easy B. I don't think I can put him in yeah. A. Easy B. Down year last year, he's probably he's probably one of the guys that's teetering on like the bottom of B right now because he did have such a down year. But we mm-hmm. know he has high potential. Yeah, and I like I like where he's at on this team. I think he's going to play very well to start the year. Yep. Okay, um, where are we going now? Oh, we're we're going awakening. I don't feel like he's A. He's a he's a teetering one to me. He's top B, bottom A is where I think he's at. Yeah, he's like such a middle. Numbers wise, he's like an A tier all the time. He puts up huge numbers, but his teams just don't have a ton of success. Numbers is probably S. Sometimes they call it a kill whore. Yeah. So we'll go with B for now. I just don't think I can put 
him above any of the players, I feel like, right now. Yeah, and like, obviously we're... It's always like the easiest way to rate it to is comparing them to flexes. And like, the A-tier flexes right now, we have our Sib and Cami. Mm-hmm. I definitely have those two above Wake. Yeah. Uh, only S-tier flex we have right now is Selium, obviously, above Wake. Then C-tier flexes, Spart. Um, looking down there, who else? Priesta. Uh, I've got yeah, Priesta. I got Awakening above them, for sure. So I, I think like top B is good. Yeah. And maybe we'll realize he's actually I'll put him next to his old duos guys right there. Top of B. Yep. Um maybe we move him up potentially, but I, I think he is a player that I, I can see a case for A as well for Awakening. I wouldn't be mad if somebody put him in A. Yeah. Um let's go with his teammate for this year. New teammate, Nero. I've so like uh, anybody who's watched the podcast for a while knows my thoughts on Nero. I like going into the year, I was confused why he had a CDL spot last year. And then throughout the year, I was kind of validated with that. And I didn't really think that much of him. And then towards the end of the year, he started to pop. And I like saw the potential that other people saw and how good of a search and destroy player he is and mm-hmm. how much of a pop off he has. He is vivid. Like to me though, with like he has these crazy games and he has these bad games. There's some consistency issues with him. That's why like, that Boston team, if him and Vivid click at the same time, they're scary. Yeah, but like I think I think Nero's a legit B tier player. I, I like him more than a lot of players I haven't seen because I like Nero's potential. He impressed yeah. me a lot last year. I I, I like Nero at B. All Definitely right. better than Vivid, which is a C. yeah. Um, Let's get Nero in there. All right, we're going A tier. We're going Insight. Yep, I'm good with that. Insight, A tier. Brings a lot to the team. Clutch, too. Oh, yeah, very clutch. Like he always leads the league in like 1v2s, 1v3s, stuff like that. Yeah. Great player. I'm I'm, I'm good with him in A. I think he's a good leader, too. From I think so. I don't really know, actually. So are the the two players... Yeah, he's... They always say he has pretty good comms. So are the two players you thought were S tier debatable, they're still down there, obviously. Yeah. Let's go. I have a feeling I know who those are. So let's let's go with somebody that we don't think is S tier debatable. He's a clear B. Some people might disagree because they see stats and would want to put him in C. But I I don't even know if you know about this Bance thing. I don't know if I ever talked about it since you joined the podcast. Have I talked about the Bance thing that happened on the podcast? I don't think so. Back okay. So before they won their major, when Bance was like considering retiring. I absolutely just like went in on Bance and like like I did one of these tier lists and I put him in D. Oh no! And I had him in D and I like said he was trash and like I um also I'm on record. This is bad. I shouldn't even be saying this. There's a guy that always comments and on stuff on Twitter. Alfie, he's like the biggest EU COD fan. He always jokes about this with me. I like said that Toronto should have kept Classic heading out of MW instead of Bance with that roster. Um. And then, like, immediately after that, that's when, like, Bance went out basically a couple weeks later and won the major. And then from then on, I'm, like, not allowed. It's, like, a pack with all the viewers. I'm not allowed to ever slander Bance. I have to talk good about him. So I should be putting him in S. But to me, Bance is B. Yeah. Because I think of any player on this list, maybe almost more than anybody, I think the intangibles he brings in terms of, like, leadership and communication might be number one on this list. If we're talking intangibles, he might be top of S. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Everything he brings, and that's why I love Minnesota so much this year. Yes. Very good. Think, like, if I was to pick a, 
a teammate, like Bance would be like one of my first picks. Like I really want Bance on my team. Yeah, just does all the dirty work. Good leader. Yep. And that gives us 13 players, I believe, in B. 3, 6, 9, 12, 13. One. Yep. One more in B? Yeah. Oh, my God. Pick somebody that you think is... Pick one of the players you think is the A-S debate. A slash S? Yeah. Or S. Just like one of the guys that you think's on on that line that we can debate. Um, Our cities. Okay. I'll say... He was not one of the players I was thinking was a debate for S, but I think he's a clear A. I think there's maybe three players down there for sure, two that I would put above him still left. I yeah, think Arcees is a clear A, though. Definitely not a B. I think I... No, I think I... Yeah, you're not wrong. It's just tough. He's on a good team for so long. And the sucky thing is we have no main ARs in... S right now, but that's kind of the nature of Call of Duty. It's it's just hard. A lot of times the subs and flexes like Selium have so much more of an impact, but like, I don't know, when I look in the A tier, Arcity's an elite main AR, one of the best, but like, when I see like Insight and Octane, I think you could debate that Arcity's is better than both, but do I think he's a full tier above those two? Uh, mm, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, Clear I A though, for sure yeah. nothing lower than A. So, all right. I think I know you have maybe potentially going to go S. I have looking at them. There's actually I was going to say maybe three. There's only two players I would debate for. Are we good with our season A though? I'll even put him yeah. towards the top. Not the thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely don't think he's like not S at the moment. But after this MVP year, he will be. Yeah, <laughs> I I think that like to me main AR wise too. Like I just like. Main ARs, it's hard for me to put more than one if that in S. Let's go with somebody that I think of the players left should fill in our last B spot. Actually, no. Let's go with a guy that's another debate. Let's go with Hydra. I think Hydra's, in my opinion, clear A. I don't think there's a debate for S with him. I think he's clear top A, but not S. Yeah. I I that's I, I agree. You know, sometimes he's not passionate about the game. Plays other games like Val, up late 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 at night, and Val with his duo skies. And I trust Crim's assessment of the game. And Crim said he felt like Hydra was scared to go negative, which is a huge problem. Yeah, it's something that like every every young COD player from pro to people playing ranked with their friends struggles with this. I struggle with it. I'm sure you struggle with it. Like. When you're first playing and you just like think stats are mm-hmm. all that matter, even when you're playing rank, you just like don't want to go negative. You just like maybe that yep. one time you just like don't hit a cut when you should because you know you're gonna die. Yeah, but you but, like, have to. You have to sometimes. Like, and I that's the way I play now is like I know when I hit a certain cut, I'm going to die, but I'm gonna pick up that one kill that I need in order to get us that extra ten seconds on a hill. And that's how you got to play now. And like, Krim kind of criticized hydra for that last year is like he wasn't willing to hit that cut to pick up a crucial kill to get his team 10 seconds because he knew he was mm-hmm. going to die he'd rather wait an extra second maybe only get five seconds on the hill instead of 10 but get that two piece which is like that's a clear flaw in a game and like you said motivation an issue but like talent wise s tier talent yeah what are you talking about? i i know a player that's kind of afraid of going negative that play that sometimes <laughs> yeah i, I yeah. won't say his name but yeah you know you I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. He's probably listening right now. Oh, 
All right, Brock, are we going with? You want to go? I mean, so the three players left. We got Kleenex, Dashy, and uh, Slasher. Yeah. Dashy can go to S. Yeah. To me, it was him and Kleenex that were left that I wanted to debate for a potential S. But if we're going to put one man AR, he was the runner-up for MVP last year. Always yeah. going to put up his stats. The sniper, if it's in search, is top it, tier in his hands. Very, very talented. Yeah, probably the most raw talent of a man AR in the league, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I will I say, though, so. people might not like, so some people that are really just hate Dashy, and I will say the argument I could see against him is a guy like Arcides, maybe even a guy like Octane, are a little more consistent. So I could see the argument to put mm-hmm. them above Dashy, but to me, Dashy has moments that he flashes that I don't think Arcides and Octane can hit. I think Dashy has a higher skill ceiling than both of them. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe the comms aren't the best with them, but talents there. Then I think the two left. I think to me, Kleenex hits A, Slasher hits top of B. Yeah, sounds I think, good to me. Yeah, I think Kleenex goes right there into A, and I think Slasher goes like right that. there. Out of respect for my boy Slasher, I'm putting him right at the top of B. But that gives us our six and S, our six, nine, twelve, and A. 3, 6, 9, 12, 14, and B, which leaves us with our 12 and C and our 4 and D. Yeah. Anybody right away that sticks out that you want to switch? I feel overall pretty good with this. Um, I kind of like it. Even, There's nothing you know, like... I said Sparrow's B, but I put him to C. I just don't think anybody in B can be moved down to switch with Spart. I just don't see anyone. Yeah, I think that's a good list for now. Yeah, so I'll go through one time here, just quickly fire off the names we have in each tier for people listening on audio forms or not able to look at their phone or look at their screen right now to see what the tier list is looking like. So I'll start with the bottom. In D tier, we've got, um, and by the way, if you didn't hear the beginning or weren't paying attention in the beginning. We have them numbered. We had a certain amount we had to put in each tier. So we had six players that had to go in S, 12 in A, 14 in B, 12 in C, and 4 in D. So if you hear mm-hmm. somebody that you feel like needs to move up or down, it could be because of the number cap we put on each spot. Um, D tier, we have Brack, Prolute, Kismet, and Paul. C tier, we've got TJ, Priesta, Neptune, Havoc, Nasty, Accuracy, Zero, Vivid, Mac, Vickle, Major Maniac, and Spart. B tier, we've got Bance. Nero, Standy, uh, Scrappy, Clay, Illy, Draza, Asim, Methods, Temp, Hook, Skies, Awakening, Slasher. And then in the A tier, we've got Insight, Scump, Envoy, Cami, Afro, Octane, Attach, Hydra, Sib, Kleenex, Arstees, and Abizi. And then finally, our top six players in the league heading into MW2 in the S tier Dashy, Kenny, Pred, Shotzi, Simp and Celium. Still feeling good after I read it all out? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I think it's a pretty good list, too. I I think there's maybe a couple points for debate, and I want to hear, Brock wants to hear what you guys think. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely Let think it's not, like a, it's not a list set in stone. There definitely can be debates made. I think, I think, like, I don't know, a couple players in S. Like, I think the top four we have in S, Celium, Simp, Shotzi, and Pred are safe. I would hate if somebody tried to pick apart a Dashy or a Kenny argument and put somebody else in S. Yeah. 
I think those like, other four have to very stay very hard to but... move people. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not I'm not gonna hate if you guys. I mean, if somebody's trying to move like um, Neptune up to A tier, I'm gonna like question you a little bit. But <laughs> there there El- are definitely some players that could be moved around between El- the LEG tiers that are next to each other. If he does that, <laughs> yeah, gotta be. All right, so there's our final tier list, though. I want to hear, like I said, yours down in the comments or tweet me a picture of it. Um, you got anything else before we wrap it up? No, I don't not. Oh, this is a really long podcast as well with the whole video portion. So everybody might not have made it all the way to the end. If you did, shout out to you. But um, I will, I'll talk about it on the next podcast, maybe in the beginning or something. But we had a couple people comment about doing like Discord call-ins for questions. Good idea. Although logistically, like with the random times we might record and stuff and like date switches, it, it gets a little tough. So mm-hmm. if anybody's listening at this point and wants to like comment down below, maybe we could do like a, a question section if we get any like people could send them in on Twitter. Twitter link is in the description. You can follow on there and just like tweet me. I don't know, with like a hashtag like CDL podcast questions or something or just yeah. even just tweet at me. If you have like a question you want answered on the podcast we could do like a, a section at the end or at the beginning of the podcast where if we have any questions we just answer them because a lot of people had said they wanted to maybe call in or something that would be tough logistically but easily could do like twitter questions if you have those shoot them in yeah definitely otherwise that's going to do it for this one if you guys enjoyed be sure to leave a like comment and subscribe just hit 750 subs so that's kind of major on the road to 800 the next sub goal so if you guys help us hit that that'd be great for on the audio platforms Come check it on YouTube. Drop a sub because this video or this podcast was probably a lot more confusing for you because you weren't able to see all the tears <laughs> if you're listening on Spotify or something. But thank you guys so much for watching and we will see you in the next one next week, which should be our final podcast um, before we're actually making predictions for the matches. So we'll cook something mm-hmm. up for that one and then we'll, we'll see you on that one. Thank you guys so much for watching and we'll see you in the next one.